Sir, I am here, and I am in the flesh. You know, well, not in the flesh, but I mean, you know, in the audio at least. Yeah, he's there. I'm in the building. Right. So one 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 <laughs> thing I want to ask. First thing I want to ask you is, you know, yesterday was Thanksgiving, man. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh my bad. My Thanksgiving, you know, funny as it may sound, uh, was terrible. I went to work. Oh. <laughs> I was at work the whole time, man. That but what I will say. What I will say is that um, I had a great Black Friday. What? So my Thanksgiving wasn't that great, but my Black Friday, for everybody who doesn't know, Black Friday actually starts on Thursdays at around 6. My lunch was at 7, so I went to Walmart and I had a ball. I bought a printer for no reason, bought my daughter a couple outfits, bought some... Uh, Bought her some frozen shoes. This man started, <laughs> you know, just this man started busting heads over a TV. <laughs> don't don't That's let my sixty five inch. Don't let this man lie to you. He busted a head over a TV. <laughs> so, let it count me up. So I'm not I'm not certain if you heard the last podcast. One thing I want to ask you is, do you have any Christmas traditions since it's the holidays and, you know, we always run the holiday show from, you know, the week of Thanksgiving on to New Year's. Do you have any holiday traditions that you normally do? Holiday traditions? Uh, uh, For Christmas? Uh, I mean... Anyhow. I say probably you know the typical thing, get together with family, you know, saying stuff like that. Uh, oh, you know what? At my aunt's house, though, you know, she likes to actually, uh, she likes to do the whole happy birthday to Jesus thing. So we'll sing happy birthday to Jesus at my aunt's house. Wait, wait. That's a that's a different Christmas tradition. Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> you really sing happy birthday to Jesus? No, I'm yeah. not making fun of this at all. I don't want you to think. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. That's a that's that's one of the traditions that I. I can think of on top of my now, head. Is it the, you know, now, let me ask you a question. Is it the traditional happy birthday to you, or is it the Stevie Wonder rendition that all black families seem to do? Oh, well, you know, we black, so it's like the extra, like, Stevie Wonder, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's always the, you know, everybody thinks they can It's always the gospel <laughs> happy birthday in black families. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's that, it's that guy. All right, so, pressure, man. So, you know, actually, ridiculous. Actually, let me tell you a funny story. So, my ex-wife is white, right? And the You're first right. Christmas she ever spent, you know, with my family, you know, with my family and everything was like a culture shock to her. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know. We get, <laughs> I can believe it. So, that. we get there and, you know, there's the full ham, like the Thanksgiving spread, as she called it. Know the full ham, there's a turkey there. This and the third, she goes, Wow, y'all eat all this food for Christmas? I'm like, Wait, there's more because not only did we go to my parents' house, <laughs> my aunt Katie lives down the street. <laughs> so, oh later, wow, so not only did we eat at my parents' house, we ate at my aunt Katie's house and we had leftovers for weeks. And the whole time, she's just like, I don't think I can do this. It's like, Just shut your mouth, get these presents, and leave. Cause she was under, bad, man. yeah, she was under the impression. Cause you know, I'm not talking bad about white people, as y'all do know, as y'all just found out. My ex-wife is white. You know, at white get-togethers, I didn't know you had to stay the whole time. If you got there, at, <laughs> if, if you got there at two, you're leaving at like ten o'clock at night. You don't feel like being yeah, there. See, all, that's ridiculous. You don't feel like being there all day, but they had this thing where. You stay there. That's why we never did shit with her family. Now, that, the only, the only thing hilarious. the only thing black people stay all day for is church. <laughs> Man, 
some all day, all night. Like you know what I'm saying? The whole week. One, one thing I hate about my parents' church is we went at nine o'clock, right? We weren't leaving until two. All the good football games already done started. <laughs> you done missed the pregame show and you were pissed as hell. Cause there ain't no food in church. You hungry as hell and everything. So on the way out of church, everybody got an attitude because they starving. <laughs> You're not wrong. And it's hot. You know, black churches don't have AC. I will say, the thing about it is, have you ever been in a church that's hot all year round? They won't use the air conditioner for nothing during the summer, but they turn on a heater Facts. in the winter. <laughs> oh, they'll definitely do that. But they're like, uh, you know what I'm saying? We, we ain't doing nothing else. Exactly. They'll turn on the heater, and they turn the heater on 90 for some odd reason. And you're already in a polyester. And then, and then the thing is, like, it'll be on 90, and it'll be one of those days where it's only, like, 60 degrees. And they'll still have it on full blast, having everybody sweating in there. Exactly, man. And the reason why they do that is because they pass the offering plate around three times. You're just ready to go, so you're putting anything in there. <laughs> Facts. Like, man, I done gave y'all $60 is... of my money. What more do you want? <laughs> but it's, it's... No, nah, you're not wrong at all. But it's been a minute since you've been on the show, man. What's been going on in due time, man? Uh, man, for me, I have really just been taking time to myself, man. I've just been, I've been chilling, you know. I've been trying to uh, kind of... <laughs> take advantage of my life, you know, take re 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 restructure everything. You know, I just went through the breakup with my baby mama right. or, or the mother of my child, however you want to put that. Uh had to had to go through that. Had to go through the whole, you know, moving out of my apartment and, you know, taking a step back and having to move back in with uh relatives, you know, like it's it's uh it's been a lot. It's been a it's been a journey. You know what I'm saying? I mean I'm not bad at it. You know, I, right. I feel like I did what was best for me. Let me tell you one thing I hated about living with relatives, dog. Is, you know, it seems like girls want to holler at you the most when you live with family. And they're always like, right. let's go back to your place. And you know you can't bring them back. <laughs> Facts. Like, I don't care what anybody oh, says. happened to me. Females want you the most when you're A, either involved with somebody, or B, you had to move back in with family. Always happens. Female. No, oh, go ahead. Man, that happened to me. No, I was going to say that that recently just happened to me where it was just like, hey, uh, want to kick it? And it's just like, eh, I do, but <laughs> no, that's no, not necessarily what's about to happen. I'm going to tell you a funny story because, you know, even I lived with my brother, right? I had right. to, you know, basically after my divorce and everything, you know, at this time I wasn't making, you know, any money, you know, at my jobs. My jobs was taking care of basically gas, insurance, child support. You know what I mean? I was barely feeding myself. Right. So I met this one girl, right? She's just like, oh, well, why don't I just, you know, come back to your house, make you dinner, this, that, and the third. Woo, woo, woo. Now, me and my brother were cool, but, you know, we had that understanding. You know, if I bring a girl back to the house, you know, just at least let everybody know. Now, the reason why I right. really let her come back to the house is because I didn't have a bed. I was sleeping on a couch. You know what I mean? No, that makes sense. So, you know, and I just said, you know, why don't we just go, you know, see how this goes. I'll bring you to the house. That way, you know, you can cook me dinner or whatever. Because, you know, I wasn't expecting to get no action. It was the first, you know, the first date. You know what I mean? Now, right. what made my cousin Cliff laugh, because my cousin Cliff lived with us also. He had a bedroom. <laughs> but um, what's it called? So I was giving her a house tour. We went upstairs, and I said something under my breath that he happened to hear, and he died laughing. So the girl was just like, oh, this is a nice, you know, this is a nice home. Where's your room? And I said under my breath, bitch, you already seen it, because it was the living room. <laughs> And he <laughs> lost it. Like he literally lost. I would have too. That's hilarious. So what that is, is hilarious? What is it up happening? Because you say it on your brother, you like. <laughs> oh no! Go ahead. My bad. No, no, go ahead. No, because I said it under my breath, and you know it was the truth. You know I made it. No, I was she... gonna say you said it on your brother. You. <laughs> yeah. And it's just you know saying like you you think to yourself like uh, I wonder if they caught it. Right. <laughs> 
No, but it was cool. But, you know, the funny thing about it is, you know, me and this girl, we were sitting there watching, you know, Netflix, you know. Because remember when Netflix used to send you DVDs? This is when they yeah. this is when they started doing streaming. So I was, you know, on top of the curve there. So, you know, we were watching Netflix in the living room, whatever, whatnot. And I guess this was the definition of Netflix and chill. She's just like, you know, all right, cool. Um, why don't we sit closer or why don't we take this to your room? I'm like, no, no, no. We could just watch movies here. You know, I'm not letting her know that I don't have a room in this house. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, no, no, no. Why don't we just, you know, watch TV here, this and the third, woo, 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 right? It's like six o'clock in the morning. So she's just like, all right, well, I think I'm going to just go ahead and get ready to go. Whatever, whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I was off the next day. I said, you know what? Cool. I can finally, you know, lay out on this couch because I really can't go to sleep with this bitch here. <laughs> so she texted me later on. It was just like, you know, I'm a red-blooded woman and I had, you know, wanted to do things with you, but I'm kind of glad you decided to take the slow route. This, that, and the third. I'm like, man, I just fucked this shit up. <laughs> Damn. Well, you know what? I can't even say that's not even a mess up low key. That might actually be. Well, I mean, I guess fast forward to now, I guess maybe you're speaking off of um, the, the experiences afterward. Uh, afterward. That could have been a build yo, up. That, yo, <laughs> she ain't never came by again. You know, we saw each other. We had we had dates at restaurants and shit, but she never came by again. She never invited me to her house. So I just lost out on the opportunity. I was like, man, fuck this shit. All facts. No, I mean, you know, you win some, you lose some. I, I think all of us have had those uh, missed opportunities. I've, I've definitely had them. And, I mean, it was actually, yeah, it was, it was the last time I lived with my aunt that that happened because I didn't have a place to bring her to. So it was either we were going to her parents' house or she was coming over to mom's house. And it was just like, yeah, that this, this ain't we can't do that. All right. It ain't gonna work. And let me ask a question. Let me ask a question for the lady listeners, y'all. Why do y'all always think the worst? Like, even when I got other girls, I was like, yo, we're gonna have to get a hotel because, you know, I stay with my brother and, you know, our cousin. I don't have a room there. I sleep on the couch. When you were honest with them, they, the first thing they said was, oh, we, you're trying to get a hotel because you really live with your wife. I'm like, what? Wow. Like, <laughs> Wow! Yeah, like this ain't that type of party, lady. I'm trying to get a hotel because I'm actually trying to fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, hey, you know it's funny though. You can't even you can't even say that because exactly. you say that too loud, and they start getting you know they they feel like you're uh, yeah. you're disrespecting them or you don't or you, you don't value them or, or your ulterior you know, your ulterior motives are off. You know what I mean? Yeah, that and I. I really hate that, man, because that mess is annoying. You know, your ulterior motives are off. It's like, yo, you know, you can come by the house. I'm telling you, I don't have a bed there. They're like, no, I'm good. We'll just go out to eat and whatever happens, happens. Yo, so I just stopped telling, I just stopped telling bitches altogether, man, that, you know, I just say, hey, look, you know, my room's under construction here. You can go upstairs, but, you know, upstairs is all fucked up. Facts. So, and then, and then they get mad at you for being a dirt. <laughs> but you, and the thing about it was, you know, I didn't want to sit there and, you know, be getting down on the couch and my brother or cousin come down to get a drink of water because the kitchen's right there, you know, and see me smashing on the couch. Because who's going to want to sit on the couch after you just smashed on it? <laughs> now, you know, it's funny you say that. Because, uh, you know, uh, my, my age group kind of people, you know, they, they tend to be down with those kind of actions, you know, it's, a uh, it's not frowned upon down here in this, in these, uh, late twenties, early thirties, these dudes is out here trying to, you know, trying to get footage and they don't care if anybody walk in cause it's cool nowadays, you know, look at that as, like, yeah, man, some champion type things, man. Actually, you know what? Um, <laughs> I got, I got my homeboy over here, man. If you don't buy, we can put him on. Yeah, put him on, dog. He's got a good story. Put him on. <laughs> He's got a good story about uh having the footage and all that good stuff. Nah, man. No, you say that. We got to hear this shit now. Like, no bullshit. 
and this nigga just disappeared. <laughs> like, nigga, you gonna go find this nigga, like, in, out the back of something? Just King. What's happening, man? What's good with you, dude? Yo. I'm good, I'm good. Okay, there's that. Uh, this is uh, this is a, okay, uh okay. for everybody that don't know. <laughs> Alright, hold on. Y'all gotta go to separate. I'm walking away. I'm walking away. Uh, I was gonna say, yeah, y'all. I was gonna say, y'all gotta go to separate. Yeah, we're too close. We're too close. But, uh. Somebody close the door because that echo on. Yo, somebody gotta close the door because that echo on effect is. Oh, it's bad. Okay. Okay, now you're good. Just I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm here. I'm here. All right. So, X Jack tells me that you have a story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, just so you, uh, just so you know, man, we was talking about, uh, we was talking about smashing, and we was talking uh-huh. about uh, not being able to smash, you know, because you got the homies around, and uh, I was like, you know what? I got the perfect guy here that knows all about smashing, and the homies. Around. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Y'all still got to go on the opposite end of the house because it's echoing. There we go. Let's see. See, that's that's the problem with technology nowadays, y'all. Right? All right, there we go. All right, yeah, that's better. Good? Good. All right. right. So, Mr. King, Mr. King, the floor is yours. Okay. Uh, Personally, it's been my personal experience. Uh, and sometimes it gets me in trouble, but I don't really care who's around. Uh, whether it's my boys or my sister or my brother, I have been known to uh, not really care. Uh, I mean, if we're looking for a particular story, man, I can remember I brought a female friend uh, home once, and uh, I was staying with a partner of mine, uh, goes by the name of Grant. He was my roommate at the time. And, um, Shout out, shout out my man Grant. Um, now, I knew this prior because we had hooked up several times before at her place that she was um, loud, but it, it wasn't like a, a cute loud or a sexy loud. Like, this was a very obnoxious, I mean, it doesn't turn you on at all kind of loud. And, uh, yeah, and uh, I kind of just put up with it. Uh, because it was good. I mean, it was good with her. I'm not gonna lie, it was good. And uh, I didn't give my friend, I didn't give my friend a fair warning um, at all. Uh, brought over to the crib, and it's like we leave the club, we get food first, we get home, and it's barely three fifteen. We don't really start getting into anything until like four four fifteen. And man, when I tell you, she did not. I'm not trying to brag. Nothing about myself. I'm strictly speaking because of her. But I tell you, she did not hold back. I mean, woke up my my partner. He was knocking on the door like, hey, what's going on? Uh, I'm pretty sure if I would have had my window open, my neighbors would have said something. Man, I'm telling you, he. it was uh, funny to me. It was not very funny to him at all. Uh, but it's that I don't, I don't really. <laughs> Maybe it's a little selfish of me, but I don't really hold back. I don't really care who's around <laughs> They think you and they're killing animals. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you that 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 particular time, they definitely might have. All right, let me let me tell let me tell a bad story about myself. All right, so remember how I said that you know me, my brother, and my um cousin lived together, right? Right, right. We we ended up getting a house. You know what I mean? All right. Getting we ended up getting a house down the street where I had my own room. Now, mind you, with me being recently divorced and shit. I didn't have all my stuff together. I went from sleeping on the couch to one of those electric air mattresses, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had my electric air mattress. It was a king size, so, you know, it was pretty big. You know, it made the room full when I went out, right? But I had a slow leak in mine. Ooh. So, you know. Hold on. So what ended up happening is, bought a chick back to the house, right? So, you know, things are going cool. We're in the room watching movies and everything. And, you know, we start getting down to it, right? And now, you know, air mattresses aren't the most silent shits in the world, right? Definitely not. So, all you can hear is, 
cousin were roommates i had this girl come over and me and her were smashing in my room and she was just like like justin said obnoxiously annoying you know what i'm saying yeah. like, not, mm-hmm. not in a sexy way <laughs> yeah nah. and bro so i'm going right and i walk out and i'm thinking it's just my cousin out there turns out my uncle was sitting there the whole time like <laughs> i was like when did he get here like wait a minute <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, so I remember course, one time. I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. oh, no, I was gonna say, of course, she had to do the walk of shame, but as soon as she walked out, my uncle was like, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yo, I can't. Man, I'm silly. I said, I remember one time, uh, I had the audacity to try and get some when I was in the room that was, uh, like, directly next door to my parents. No, and, did you? Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, and it's not even that this girl was, like, obnoxiously loud. She was a normal 
kind of sexy, like, type of loud. But like I said, I mean, I'm right next door to my parents. And uh, we're going at it, we're going at it, we're going at it. And it's about 3, 30, 4 o'clock in the morning, like usual, usual go at it times. And uh, my phone goes off. And it's that late, so I kind of put a pause, and I'm like, yo, hold on, let me check my phone. And my mom texted me, and she said, is your TV on? And at that moment, it was either I got to let – my mom either is going to think I'm watching porn, loud as fuck, or she's going to think that I'm fucking. And it was like the lesser of two evils, and I sure did. I said, yes. I said, yes, man, my TV's on. I'll go ahead and turn it down. My bad. And uh, we never yeah, – we never, we never talked about it after that. Yo, but the first time I the first time I almost got caught, it wasn't the fact that I almost got caught. So, you know, I bought a girl back to you know, to my parents' house I was in high school as my high school sweetheart, whatever whatnot, right? Even though we didn't do nothing nothing, if that makes sense. You know, we mm-hmm. didn't have you know, we didn't have intercourse, but you know, oral was done. Right. So the thing about it is I was one of the only guys with a cell phone in high school. And the bad part about it was it wasn't even my cell phone. Me and my homeboy, Matt, shared a cell phone. What? Y'all yeah. never heard that. That's crazy. So we shared a cell phone. He had, you know, he was 18. He had the credit and everything. He applied for it. I paid, you know, this is back when cell phones were ridiculously high. I paid my, you know, $100 a month, and he split the other $100 a month because it was like $200 a month for a phone plan, a cell phone plan. I'm not certain if y'all remember that. I'm revealing my age here. <laughs> so, but um, so it was my, you know, it was my day with the phone, and this motherfucker, um, this, um, this girl just kept on texting me, just saying, I'm not texting, but, you know, calling just saying, hey, um, I really need you to call me back. And, you know, I'm not paying attention to this. So I get another message. I really need you to call me back. So I'm like calling back, and I said, "What?" She goes, "Um, check your parents' couch, oh, and bring it tomorrow." I'm like, "What the hell is she talking about?" And it was her bra. First thing first, because she took her bra off and put a sports bra on. And I'm just like, because the living room is the first place your parents walk in, and I'm like, "Yo, I literally saved my ass by five minutes." I'm like, this is the craziest shit ever. So I had to have a bra in the book bag. And my brother's just, you know, close my book bag around my brother and shit. Because <laughs> me, oh, me and my brother shared a room. So That's crazy. Yeah, I've, I've had a couple of those. None where I, oh, actually, I did. This was a little bit after I had, oh, man, and this, I feel so ashamed telling this one. Uh, after I had my daughter. And uh, my daughter actually found this girl's underwear. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. And, I mean, these weren't, like, just some, you know, casual wear around the house underwear. Like, she had been out, so she had on, you know, the best of the best, Victoria's Secret. It was all black. It was lace. It was uh, kind of see-through in the front. And, I mean, yeah, I just, I didn't know what had happened to him. I know the night before, when, it, when she was, you know, trying to get her stuff together to leave, uh, she was like, where's mom? my underwear, my underwear, my underwear. I'm like, I don't know if I'll find them, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, I'll, I'll give them a courtesy wash and get them back to you. Right. And uh, I didn't, I didn't find them, but uh, I think two or three days after my daughter found them and uh, she was trying to put them on one of her Barbies and it, it, uh, <laughs> it scarred me. Yeah, it scarred me. It scarred me. It scarred me. Yo, but I you said, know. Oh, man. One one thing I want to talk about, you know, one thing that I did want to bring up as a subject is, how many of y'all are familiar with the Omarion situation? You talking about I just got, I just got, I just got familiar today, actually. X, X kind of had to put me okay. on game. For those who don't know what happened with the Omarion situation, Omarion has an ex-fiance named April Jones, right? Mm-hmm. Him and April have two children. Yep. And, of course, you know, the relationship didn't work. So one of the cardinal rules as homeboys, band members, or anything to that nature is you don't mess with their, you know, chick, ex-chick, current chick, any chick. Right. It doesn't matter if they dated in grade school. You don't mess with that bitch. You know what I mean? Right. So what Lil Fizz took it upon himself to do is him and April Jones, you know, they had a little relationship. They started dating, whatever, whatnot. That's cool. 
Omarion got on DJ Vlad, and DJ Vlad, as messy as he is, asks, you know, what do you think about the whole Fizz, um, or, you know, Fizz April situation? And he goes, you know, that's good for them. If, you know, they found love with each other. That's great for them. So what happened this week is Omarion announced the Millennium Tour, right? Yep. He announced it on Lil Fizz's birthday. Now, Omarion, in my opinion, gets all the respect for this because – even though he announced it on Lil Fizz's birthday, how do you announce B2K without Lil Fizz? You had J-Boog, Amarion, whatever the other fuck, the other character's name is, and Lil Fizz's name wasn't on it. Then you introduced Bow Wow, um, Yin Yang Twins, so on and so on. You had a poster full of people without Lil Fizz. Now, this is the reason why I say he's Petty King, because... Lil Fizz right now is getting paid for, you know, love and hip-hop, right? Right. The seasons that he aren't on, because what is there, four seasons, love and hip-hop, Atlanta, New York, Hollywood, and somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Irrelevant, Bill, let's just say that. So the seasons <laughs> that he aren't on, he doesn't get paid. Now, this guy is not getting paid from love and hip-hop now because their season's technically over. You're not getting Thanks. money from the Millennium Tour because... He's not in it. You're not on it. He's not on it. He's not on it no more. Yeah. So what he's doing is he puts the tourniquet on, and now he's going to, you know, basically bleed himself dry. You have no income source coming in. April really doesn't have an income source coming in because she was fired from Hollywood Unlocked. Now, oh, do we, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Do we applaud Amarion's level of pettiness, or is that just dirt? Bro. I'm telling you, is 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 it's Maybach O. Like I don't even Mario <laughs> doesn't exist anymore. It's Maybach O. <laughs> do we applaud him or do we you know how do we work that? That is man, this is called this is the capital chess move. And it's petty. Like it's a it's the best petty that you could do, but he did it in such a mature way you can't even be mad. He never dogged him. He nope. never said anything about them actually dating. All he did was stay quiet. He, he even said, you know, hey, man, anything that affects my, the, the, the mother of my kids affects me. You know, he took the high road. And then what'd he do? Cut the legs off. Quick. Like, yeah. I can't be mad at that. Like, that's, that's the equivalent of giving somebody a brand new car with four flats. <laughs> like, you don't give somebody a Ferrari with four flats. Because now you got bigger problems. You can't drive to the dealership and get some tires. You can't order tires online. <laughs> Facts. True. Yeah, I mean, True. honestly, man, True. I just think it's incredible. I'm sorry. Like, <clears throat> Justin wasn't really familiar with it. So me and him was talking about it. But, man, like, I thought that, I thought, uh, I thought it was incredible, man. I've been looking at it. And then the fact that DJ Vlad tried to, like, Ask him questions to make him mad, and he was just kind of like, "Yeah, it's whatever." No, the thing about it was, if you watch the Vlad interviews, he was so reserved. He acted like the relationship didn't even exist. He goes, "Oh, they're talking. That's cool. You know, anything that wow. you know, anything that affects my kids, you know, it affects me. But I don't think Fizz is a bad person. You know, this and the third. But you do right. you pull a chess move like this, bro. I'm telling you, like." I just want to know, like, how far, like, how long have you been thinking about it? You know, like, who was in his ear kind of, like, helping him out? Like, did he think of this all of his own? Like, and you know he's not going to talk about right. it because that's the best right. part about his chess move. Like, he doesn't even have to discuss it with anybody. It just happened. But so do, just you, accept do you admire this level of petty? Uh, I, I, I don't know if admire is the word, but I, I respect it for sure. Being in a spotlight like that, anything you do is going to get misconstrued and taken out of context no, and thrown left and thrown right, you know, no. because of who you are, whether you're Omarion or whether you, you know, this is, it, I mean, it don't matter, you know. This is where I say the biggest, so, this is where I say the biggest chess move came from, from Omarion. Because you got to understand, even without B2K, he has solo hits he can perform. 
he can oh keep yeah the, yeah that's what i said he can keep the show moving and not only that he's doing the face-off album with him and bow wow right so don't he have, hey don't he have songs with uh chris brown too yes he does yeah he does so with this kind of chess with this kind of chess move do you the group with mario out of the group <laughs> like like oh well that <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> I don't know about all that. No, nah, but like this man pulled an ice cube with NWA. Ooh, nah, it was worse true. because the thing about it is literally nobody from B2K has a hit except for Mario. Everybody else that's, that's left true. the group, that's... like other members have that's... songs, singles, but none of them have a song that we know. Not one. So, you know, you got to rename this. You can't, you can't be the Beyonce of the group no more. If you're going to go solo, you got a Amari on that shit. All right, guys. You know, I'm 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 about to make an admission. I'm about to make an admission right here. I do watch Love and Hip Hop. All, right. all right. I feel that I've never been fortunate enough to catch an episode, uh, but I've heard it is pretty compelling. If you really right, get into so, it, for sure. One of the things that. Um, Lofis says, is, you know, I would never do what my, you know, what my ex Monice did, and he just did what his ex Monice did. You know what I mean? So, for those who don't know Monice, um, Monice Slaughter's story, Monice uh-huh. was very messy. She, you know, messed around with his, messed around with one of his homeboys. And had the homeboy, really? you know, and had the homeboy, you know, taking care of the kid, this and the third, and his homeboy had to be well, who was it, Youngberg, I do believe. Uh huh. And the homeboy was his homeboy was Youngberg. You know what I mean? Youngberg came in and he goes, you know, I would never stoop to that level of petty. I would never do this. Woo woo woo. Just to find out that you're doing the same shit years later. And karma, right. and karma is a bitch. Karma is a bitch serve cool. Yo, karma karma is a super Yeah, I don't I don't really like that word. It's not it's fine. Nah, karma <laughs> Nah. <laughs> nah, I got my daughter right here, so I'm trying to Oh, know, I got so... you, I got you, I got you. But it is shout uh, out, it's pretty shout nice. out to baby Jackson. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Little journeys out here watching baby shark. I don't know if y'all can hear it, but you know what I'm saying? I can. She definitely is not leaving me alone, so you might hear some Baby, Sharky did it. <laughs> Shout out to Baby Shark, one of the biggest hits of the year. Yeah, really. So, but that's one thing I wanted to bring up is the whole you know Amarion situation because that touched me to the core. <laughs> no, nah, it's funny that. that you it's funny that you said that though because we was really talking about it earlier, like. Yeah, we were. And he was just like, "Yeah, I don't even, I don't even know about it." And I was just like, "What?" Like, yeah, I had to, I did my research on that tonight. I had no idea. I was like, bro, why? Do I, you I had heard about the Millennium Tour. I had heard about the Millennium Tour, but I did, right. I never knew. Once the news broke and the the, the hype kind of died down, uh, I never, I didn't hear anything else about it again. I didn't know if it had started. I didn't know who was on it. No, anything but like, like, like I said, what? What killed me was he announced it on Fizz's birthday out of all days. Yo, you yeah. know what? I didn't know that until right now. Well, I mean, when you said it a second ago, I... No, but to announce that, to announce that shit without B2K, that yep. is petty. Yeah. <clears throat> And it's then, petty, but at the same time, I feel like it's so clever. Yeah, that's, clever like yeah, in, that's a, in a in a petty that. way. And then on top of that, to have the other members of B Two K on the tour was worse. And you know, and see, the thing is, I thought that he had cut off everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought he was just like, nah, ain't nobody getting the bag because he messed up. Nah. He said, no, Bug, you're good. Other member who I don't know the name for, you're good. Daddy, 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 daddy. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, here. Here, come on. Is it is it bad that I don't know the other member of B2K's name? No, it's not at all. You want to sit down? Oh. Okay, I'm looking that shit up right now because it's I don't J-Bug. want to sit there like a damn... It's a... It's a mar- and, uh... Mario Luffy is J-Bug, Raz B, right? Raz B is the other one. Oh. Oh, that's the one that was getting touched by that dude. Um, that- yeah, 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 yeah. Chris Stokes. What? Yeah, that's the one I was getting um, felt up by that one dude. Oh. I'm sorry, man. Any guy that touches a, you know, another guy, I, I don't want anybody to think I'm anti-homosexual, but this dude, Chris Stokes, was touching on a young teenager. If you gay, you can be gay, but when you're touching on little boys, nah, fam. Oh, yeah, no, nah, definitely not. Nah. nah I mean, man. you know what I'm saying? If you're gay, that's cool and all, but, you know, still gross. Anyway. Be- um... <laughs> <laughs> Don't be touching up on these young boys, man. man For real, man. man. Like, give this, give this young man a chance to decide if he wants to be gay or not. <laughs> yeah, he definitely, yo, he definitely yo, made that decision yo, for him. I don't know if y'all ever saw those videos that he used to put out, though. Oh, Rasby? Yeah. Yo, this nigga put, used to put out the most flaming videos in the world. Like, bro. Yo, him and Spectacular from Pretty Ricky? <laughs> you couldn't tell me them niggas weren't gay. Well, <laughs> Spectacular used to do a handstand and twerk. That's you couldn't tell me that nigga was Yeah, that's, that's kind of gay. Yo, that reminds me of that one video where um these, these niggas are in the house listening to Pretty Ricky humping an ottoman. Yo, what? Wait, you all right? So, I'm I'm gonna challenge my listeners to do something after you're done with this show, whatever. Now, first things first. Thank you for listening. After you're done with this show, type in "thug dudes humping ottomans." <laughs> these niggas are in the background listening to Pretty Ricky's Playhouse. Right? There's like four of these guys. Right? Wow! Wow! And they and they take turns. Humping an ottoman, and then all four of them come in the room, and they again take turns humping an ottoman. Yeah, yo, that they is... ran a train on an ottoman. On an ottoman. Yeah. Right. Yo, like, hold on. Actually, I'm I'm pulling up YouTube on my other phone right now. My man, hold bad. on. On, on an ottoman. ottoman. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hold on, let me let me get the exact name of this video. Like this video exists. It's called Furniture Humping Dance Crew. Wow, Furniture Humping Dance Crew. You know the worst part about Furn- it is they named the video themselves. Yeah. <laughs> like and that's the worst part. They're listening to Pretty Ricky's late night special. That's terrible, bro. No. So it's called it's called Furniture Humping Dance Crew. Like, you oh, can't you know make what? this shit up. Speaking of Pretty Ricky, so I just said that Amario is the only one that left. Spectac- I mean, Spectac- Pleasure P left, and I don't think anybody else from Pretty Ricky did anything either. No, not at all. No. Every group has that one member who outshines everybody else. Yeah, everybody. but see, it's one thing to outshine everybody. It's another thing to leave the group, and, like, nobody else catches a, a hit, a song. Yeah, Nothing. True. Nothing. Like you know, Beyonce left uh, Destiny Child, but Kelly, Kelly Michelle got both hits, had she hits. Got albums. Yeah, Michelle, she's doing her gospel thing. Yeah, it's kind of like Jodeci. When Casey and JoJo left, who the hell is Jodeci? That's true. Dalvin and Devonte. I mean, Devonte. Devonte is one of my favorite R and B producers. But come on, dog. If Devontae, I heard that man was like slapping Missy Elliott. Slapping Miss, slapping Missy, hitting Timberland in the face. Yeah, pulled a gun out on Genuine, <laughs> and he like, forced yo he forced these people to live in a basement. <laughs> That's why they called themselves the basement. <laughs> wow. He forced he forced like nine people to live in a basement be, in promises of a recording career. Dang. He and, really took that that whole R and B thug thing real hard. Oh, he did. <laughs> he did. Like he treated these people terrible. 
And then on top of that, they became bigger than he ever was. And that's the weird part about it. Now, does he have, like, producer credit or... Um, he produced on Tupac's album. He produced on, um, what's it called? He has underground songs with the Notorious B.I.G. As a matter of fact, one of the understudies from the Basement Crew was Stevie J, who worked extensively with Bad Boy and another Love and Hip Hop alumni. Right. So, if you listen to the show, The After Party, The Hotel, Jodeci's third album... Stevie J produced a lot of it. Devontae produced a lot of it. And Missy and Timberland have ghost vocals and ghost production. Oh, okay. And you know me, I'm a hip hop. I didn't know none of that. And you know me, I'm a hip hop historian. As a matter of fact, when you listen to Get On Up, the first um, first voice that you actually hear in the track is Missy's. Missy's the first voice you hear, and she's talking to Timberland. Oh. But Devontae treated these motherfuckers dirty as hell. I see. And so. Timberland's kind of a big dude, so it's kind of funny like to hear, you know, like he got beat up like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pistol <laughs> pistol whip slapped around. He, he didn't even feed these people, denied them food unless they produced like three tracks a day. Like, what? <laughs> Yo, that's wild. And now look where but, he's uh, What were we talking about? Ooh. Karma earlier, right? <laughs> The last, the last video, the last video I seen of Devontae, he was drunk inside a Burger King. No, for real, dead ass. That's tough. So, but actually, you know, I think we talked about all the subjects we were going to talk about. But you know what? Before we go, I gotta ask, um, Mr. King. Let yes. me let me let me ask you, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was good. Every, I, I ate a whole lot, and I slept a lot more than that. Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Oh, okay. I got you. I'm like, but uh, I did. Uh, I, I ate a lot, and uh, I slept a lot more than that. Hung out with my family. Uh, I really can't complain. My lady was there. So all right, it was good. Now, was good. what I asked X-Jack earlier: Do you have any holiday traditions that you normally do around Christmas time, the holidays in general? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Every year, it never fails. Uh, We get together. My grandparents on my dad's side are uh, pretty well off. My my grandfather is a radiologist, and my grandmother does uh, home health, home care, nursing. She's got her own business and stuff like that. But every year, we all kind of get around the table, and they tell us a story of where they started. Like, it was a trailer park, like, right behind a Air Force base and you know, the first Christmas they had together was cold and she had to make the ornaments out of newspaper and it's just kind of a story that kind of reminds us all where we came from yeah, and basically be thankful home. for the things we have. Exactly. Be, you know, thankful for the things we have. And every year, man, it never fails. Everybody always cries. We know the story word for word. Every year, everybody always cries. But it's a definitely a, a family tradition. I think it's probably the only tradition we really have that we do collectively around Christmas time. Dig it, dig it, dig it. And you know, holiday traditions are something that I talked about on the last show. Because one of my holiday traditions were my dad did not let us open any Christmas presents until he found his Temptations Give Love on Christmas Day album. Like, we couldn't open, nice. we couldn't open presents, we couldn't do anything until he found that Temptations album. And the year he lost, <laughs> the year he lost that album, you gotta understand, no store was open at all. But fortunately, Walmart had one copy of the CD left, and he got it, and Christmas was up and rolling. So, man, I feel that. that that's crazy, though. To have we ain't doing nothing until my temptation. <laughs> until <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. My grandpa that same way about Nat King Cole, the Nat King Cole Christmas album. Word, that's word. My grandpa is. Yeah, it's the same way. So, as always. Thank you guys for being such great co-hosts. <laughs> thank uh, you, Justin. You you know, Just, this is your first show, man. Don't be. It a, is yes. Don't be a stranger with us, dude. No doubt. So, I, now, I have a profile on this app now, so I'll be able to tune in and listen anytime you post. I appreciate you having me, man. Dig it, dig it. So what I do, how I close out the show is, I have 
the new person closed out, then X-Jack closes out, then I close out. So you're on the spot. Close us out. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Yep, yep, My yep. name is Justin King, DJ Backwards. Uh, you can find me on Snapchat right now. That's the only social media I use, Justin B underscore King. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. Oh, bye-bye. Radical Jack, you up? You already know what it is, man. You already know who I am. Mr. Radical Jack himself, you know what I'm saying? Check me out. Radical Jack's Views, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, every major streaming podcast and service. Definitely uh, Spotify, you know what I'm saying? And, of course, Anchor. Um, I want to shout out my man Digger for having me on, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Sorry if I sound like I'm rushed, trying to get my baby girl ready so she can go to this babysitter. (laughs) You know, that means you sit in the club tonight. (laughs) Any nigga that finds a babysitter is in the club. I don't care what anybody says. So, but I'm, I'm Digger Jones. On behalf of my um on behalf of my co host, Two Gun Tony, who couldn't be here tonight, we wanna spread peace, love and positivity during this holiday season. As I said at the end of the last show, this is the holidays, the time of season you know, seasonal and situational depression. If you know anybody going through something, you know, where they're depressed, they feel like, you know, they can't talk to anybody, please refer them to the right services. You gotta understand, suicides during the holidays that are at an all-time high, and that's the highest time of the year where suicides happen. So, if you know anybody going through something, please lead them in the right direction. We don't want anybody having a bad holiday. You know what I mean? No, definitely, definitely. I feel it. I feel it. Uh, the net. Good night, gentlemen. Y'all have a great night. Don't club too hard. And look, if you gotta bring somebody back to your aunt's house, dog, just pay for the hotel. <laughs> Word. Oh my god. Oh, I'm with it. I'm with it. All right, All right later, y'all. Be safe, bro. Take it easy, bro, y'all. Yeah?